From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Thursday the 16th of February 2023. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through the difficulties that Macron is facing in changing the French pension age. This isn't the only thing happening in the world, though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, we look at the possibility of a Plexit. But first, what on earth is happening in France? Today marks France's fifth day of national action against the Macron government's plan to overhaul the pension system, including by increasing the retirement age from 62 to 64. The day of strikes and protests aims to keep up pressure on the government ahead of a much wider mass mobilisation on March the 7th. At time of writing, which is just before midday, about 30% of flights from Paris's Orly airport were cancelled. Employees at the state energy company EDF said they'd lowered output by more than 3,000 megawatts and there is further disruption in other sectors. Today's strikes are, by comparison, expected to be less disruptive than the previous days of action as the Paris metro is running normally and with it being the holidays, schools are largely unaffected. The dispute between unions and the government shows no sign of letting up as all eight major unions have called for strikes to bring the country to a standstill on March the 7th, which has been labelled as a landmark day of protest. Polling suggests that the public are still hostile to the government's proposals, with about 70% against them. But the battle over the unpopular reforms is obviously not just in the street. Lawmakers in France's National Assembly are in their second week of examining the pension reform bill. Unfortunately for Macron, his coalition lost its parliamentary majority last June, so it has a real challenge on its hands, and the debate has been fiery and high-tempered. The bill has been bogged down with thousands of amendments by opposition parties, especially from those on the left, to the point that the chamber may not even get to vote on Article 7, which is the headline article on raising the retirement age, before the end of debate deadline at midnight on Friday, when the bill is due to move on to the Senate. As such, members of the pan-left-wing opposition Noops coalition have withdrawn thousands of amendments with the goal of speeding up debate to get to Article 7 quicker. At the other end of the opposition spectrum, Marine Le Pen's far-right national rally has tabled a censure motion against Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne. Le Pen says that given the chance that lawmakers may not even get to Article 7 before the Friday deadline, she wants the censure motion to act as a sort of parliamentary referendum on the retirement age. If this were to succeed, it would result in the collapse of Elizabeth Bourne's government. However, this almost certainly won't happen, as other opposition parties won't vote with National Rally. For its part, Macron's coalition thinks it can piece together a parliamentary majority for its reforms with the support of the right-wing Republicans, which will likely require some further concessions. Okay, so that's the biggest story of the day, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. About two weeks ago, on February the 3rd, there was a massive rail displacement in Ohio. In total, the train had 141 loaded cars, 9 empty cars and 3 locomotives. Thankfully, despite the huge damage, there has so far been zero deaths reported. The derailment caused quite a lot of anxiety among the local population, as many of the cars contained hazardous materials, such as vinyl chloride. 
In order to try and quell this anxiety, a public meeting was held. However, this didn't really go to plan, as the rail firm at the heart of this disaster failed to show up, citing security concerns. Largely, locals seemed to be concerned about the thick plumes of black smoke that came from the train following an intentional controlled release of vinyl chloride. This was an attempt to stop the substance causing an explosion. Some worry that this smoke may have damaged air quality, despite the attempts by officials to reassure them that this isn't the case. Fueling this mistrust is the fact that locals have reported thousands of dead fish and chickens, alongside reported difficulties in getting their water tested. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine, or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Separatist rebels in Indonesia's West Papua region have released photos and videos of a New Zealand pilot who was taken hostage a week ago. Philip Martins, who flew for Indonesia airline Susi Air, was captured by members of West Papua National Liberation Army after landing his small single-engine plane on a runway in a remote part of the region. The plane was carrying five passengers, who were released by the armed rebels, but Martins was taken hostage, with the rebels saying they would release him if Papua was granted independence. The leader of the group said in the video that he will be safe with me as long as Indonesia does not use its arms, either from the air or from the ground. Indonesia's coordinating minister for security said the government will make every effort to secure the release of the hostage, but emphasised the view that Papua will forever remain a legitimate part of the unitary state of the Republic of Indonesia. Italy's former Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi has been acquitted over allegations of bribing witnesses in a previous underage prostitution case. It marks the end of a legal battle going back to 2010, when he was accused of paying for sex with a 17-year-old dancer. He was initially convicted but later acquitted when an appeals court found that while he had paid for sex, there was no proof that he knew that she was a minor. But in the process, Berlusconi was accused of bribing dozens of people for silence and lies about his infamous so-called bunga bunga parties, which he insisted were elegant dinners. Berlusconi was acquitted in two related bribery cases in 2021 and 2022, and his lawyer says that this ruling can put a definitive end to the long procedure, where three different courts have reached the same conclusions. The 86-year-old former Prime Minister leads the Forza Italia party, which is a member of Prime Minister Giorgio Maloney's ruling coalition. In the final uplifting story today, it's been reported that Michael Jordan has donated a record-breaking $10 million to make a wish for his 60th birthday. This is the largest amount donated to the charity in its 43-year history. About his act of philanthropy, Jordan said, For the past 34 years, it's been an honour to partner with Make-A-Wish and help bring a smile and happiness to so many kids. Jordan has interacted with the charity many times in the last few decades, with his first work with Make-A-Wish taking place in 1989. According to the charity, in total, he's granted hundreds of wishes to children all over the world. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to see our discussion of the possibility of a Palexit, then watch the extended ad-free edition of the Daily Briefing over on Nebula. That's the streaming service we're building with a bunch of our creator friends, many of whom you're likely to be already watching. That means that by signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. 
That's things like real-life law's incredible modern conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings, and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube. If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up, and we'll see you on Nebula.